The sweet revenge that the Warriors were looking for. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ethan with my Splash Pro co-host, Zach. You know, it felt pretty good to see these wins. You know, I feel like this should have been coming for the Warriors. So I'm, I'm, let's say I'm happy with the result that they finally went three in a row. Yeah, it but was once. expected. It was expected. They should have done it earlier in the road trip, but it's better late than never. So we're here to recap the Warriors' wins against the Pacers and Hornets. Let's get it freaking started. OMG. All right. So I think this was the second game of the road trip for the Warriors. It was against Indiana Pacers, and the Warriors came out with a W, 111-107. to The leading scorer for the Warriors was Steph Curry, obviously, uh, with 24 points, but his shooting night uh, was pretty bad, 1 of 11 from 3. Not the most Steph Curry-like numbers, but hey, a win is a win. Um, So what are your thoughts on this, Zach? I mean, poor shooting night, but we still come out of the win. You kind of have to take that, right? Yeah, I think it's another one of those games that the Warriors, I didn't see them coming out with the W with how Steph performed, but I think it was a gutsy performance by the Warriors, and I think you always have to take a W from Yeah, I got a mind there. blank there. Got a mind blank. You always have to uh, appreciate the W when Steph doesn't shoot uh, the ball well, and the other players on the team step up. And I think Kelly Oubre has finally found his role within this team. And I think standing ovations. Yeah, Kelly Oubre is my favorite player, so um, I'm glad that he's on this team, and I'm hope he's on this. T- I hope he's on this team for. Many more years to come. We love. I love Kelly Oubre, and this was non sarcastic one bit. But um, I think he's fully found his role on this team, and he's playing a lot better. He's adjusted to Steve Kerr's system, and I think that's a good side to see. And I think if he keeps playing the way he's playing, I think he'll be a key contributor to this Warriors team um, down the stretch. But overall, I think it was a good one for the Warriors. I think the Pacers are a tough team. Um, I think they're a team in the Eastern Conference that can that can give some teams trouble. Um, obviously, I think they're within the 7 and 10 seeds, so they'd be playing in the play-in tournament. But I think a good, gutsy performance to come on the road and beat the Pacers for the Warriors. Those are my thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kelly Oubre finally proved me wrong, like, um, in the month of February, I think uh, a lot of these, I like, I think the Warriors commentators, uh, Bob Fitzgerald, were kind of like praising Kelly, and rightfully so. I mean, Kelly deserves that praise for this month. So, I mean, um, he finally proved me wrong. I love what he's been doing, um, but I feel like I don't know if it's sustainable. I feel like this is like a great month. Um, maybe he might regress with three point shooting, but the fact that um, he's learning the system, he knows how to like screen for those uh, Steph relocations. Like earlier in the season, we wouldn't see Kelly making those drop-off passes to Kevon Looney um, for those dunks. So, I mean, this is probably um, what we like to see. So, what we like to see moving forward. And moving forward, 
the Warriors. I think it was, it wasn't a back-to-back. It was the last game on the road trip. They played the Charlotte Hornets and they not won. The, not the road trip. It was a first one game homestand. Oh yeah. My apologies. My apologies. It was 130 to 121. The Warriors came out with a win. Steph Curry with the leading scorer, 29 points, followed up by Kelly Oubre, 27 points. Um, you know, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, it was, was a revenge game, especially for Draymond, who had 19 assists, career high for Draymond. Give it up to him. He finally, um, what is it, redemption for himself after getting tossed out. So you like to see that. Yeah, I think um, Draymond, I wouldn't say he proved a lot of people wrong. I think he has a lot of respect throughout the league that he's a very unique player. But I think a lot of Warriors fans notice that he's not playing the like he has usually done in previous years. For example, 2016, I think a lot of Warriors fans expect Draymond to be like 2016 Draymond all the time. And obviously that hasn't been the case. He's regressed quite a bit. But um, I think 19 assists is pretty damn shabby. Um, I think, I don't know, I'm at a loss for words, but I think he's, if he continued to play like this, like I said about Kelly Oubre, I think the Warriors could be dangerous in the Western Conference. And that's saying something because this team is a little bit mediocre, but um, to touch, I think to go back to the previous episode we had with where we had Dieter on, I think I, I agree with him that I think this team could be one to two pieces away from being a serious finals contender, even without clay. Um, Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't think this front office I think this front office is just like Steve Kerr. We're not chasing wins this year, boys. Uh, so, <laughs> the patented quote. So, Copyright that. <laughs> uh, they're going to stay put. But I think it was a very excellent performance by Draymond. I think he, if he continues, if he plays like this tomorrow night against the Lakers as we're recording this on Saturday, I think he's definitely proved me wrong with how well he has a, I wouldn't say he's improved, but how well he has improved. I guess I can say improved, but as he is in fuck, I, I don't make any sense. Excuse my language, but he, how well he has improved <laughs> since earlier the year uh, when he was recovered from recovering from COVID where, where he didn't look great at all. But I think you got Draymond and Kelly Oubre playing at the top notch levels. You get Andrew Wiggins playing like he was okay. earlier in the year. Um, and you get James Wiseman and Kevon Looney at the, at the bigs. I think this team is starting to come together, which is a good yeah. sign. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm mean, for Draymond, like, you know, like, um, he's capable of scoring 10 plus points a game. It's just, is he willing to do that? Um, you see, you know, he gets those wide open looks to get those floaters after Steph gets doubled. Zach, I don't know if you see that too, but like he's usually open for those open floaters and sometimes he doesn't take it, which kind of upsets me because you get those easy two points, um, but somebody just kick it out just to get a contested three. So, I mean, I guess that tendency to use the assist 
I mean, don't get me wrong. He got 19 assists in a year. So um, it was pretty impressive. But, you know, all these highs came with a little bit of a low. Um, there was 23 turnovers. Um, you know, you can't really have 23 ton- turnovers and expect to win. Um, luckily for the Warriors, um, I think they got out to a big enough, like, I guess, cushion, I guess, where the turnovers didn't cost them too much. But I feel like they have to cut down on those turnovers because they are not the team who can, you know, like, um, what is that word? Like, uh, like tolerate, you know, having high turnover games. Cause if they turn the ball over too much, they're going to get punished. So yeah, you, can, they you have can't that turn the ball over 23 times against the Utah jazz or the Los Angeles Lakers. You're just not going to win the basketball game. If that yeah. happens. Yeah. I mean, you're playing the Charlotte Hornets, which are a very good young team, but they're not a serious contender like the Philadelphia 76ers or the, Brooklyn Nets or the Los Angeles Lakers of the world or the Utah Jazz. And I'm just saying, if you have 23 turnovers and against those teams, you're probably going to lose by 20 or more points. Oh, those, yeah. Yeah, those teams will capitalize on your mistakes. And the Warriors can't afford to lose these type – If even if the Warriors lost to the Hornets, they just can't afford to lose those type of games because of having too many turnovers. Yeah, this was surprising, but the Charlotte Hornets only had uh, 19 points off of the Warriors' 25 turnovers. So, you know, having 25 turnovers, that's like a recipe for disaster. That could at least be 30 points, like with a a serious contender like the Jazz and the Lakers, as Zach mentioned. So, of course, they got to tighten up those screws. But overall, um, I mean, the last five minutes were a bit iffy. I feel like they just kind of let off the gas pedal a little bit. But other than that, it was a good win. Uh, sadly, I lost 10 bucks because I picked the Charlotte <laughs> plus six and a half. So my boy, Zach, got $10 out of here. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it was good night all around, I guess. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to recap the Warriors three games that they have left during this first half of the year. And then and we'll do that. And we'll do that. Sorry to cut you off, but we'll do that after a word from our sponsor. Now, uh, the Warriors' last three games of the first half of the season, we got the Lakers on Sunday night, the Trailblazers on Wednesday night, and then we got the Phoenix Suns on Thursday night. The Team I hate the most in the Western Conference, but that's okay. We don't care about my opinion sometimes. Um, so the Lakers, <laughs> I think Lakers do not have Anthony Davis. They came off a win against Portland on Friday. Um, I think it's an easily winnable game for the Warriors as they beat the Lakers with both LeBron, Anthony Davis, Dennis Schroeder, all of them healthy as the Warriors, as the Lakers, I think their losing streak was four games and they both, and they had, AD and Dennis Schroeder out, but I think they got Dennis Schroeder back on Friday night. I think Warriors, it's a very winnable game for them, and I think they can come out with a W. That's just my personal opinion. I think they're probably, I think that they can win, and I predict that they are going to win. I think Steph pops off for 40. 
that's saying something but after but let's I... remember though let's remember yeah. though steph doesn't have usually great nights at staples center let's let's uh man just screw screw the previous <laughs> history i think let's make warriors... new history that's what you're trying to say yeah i think the warriors can come out with a w okay. that's all i'm yeah, saying i mean yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. This should be a winnable game. Um, obviously, the Lakers have been struggling in a little bit. Um, obviously, without AD, they aren't the team that we saw in uh, the 2020 finals. So this should be a winnable game. Let's just see if they cut down on their turnovers. So I feel like this should be a winnable game. Um, but moving forward, we got the Trailblazers. Um, another, I another team plagued by injuries. Another winnable game. Yeah. I haven't seen much of the Blazers uh, except for when the Warriors played them, but um, I think they're doing all right. I don't know. I think what's the record right now? 17 and 11. I don't know, Um, but should be a winnable game. I mean, all these games can be winnable. It's just on execution. Can the Warriors execute Zach? So I don't know. Can they execute? Give me three dubs. Give me three dubs. I would say two and one because the Suns is off of back to back. So give me three dubs. Come on now. Give me three. I say two and one. I say two and one. All right. I got three now. Um, That's bold, brother. That's bold. I think the Suns. Suns lost to the Charlotte Hornets. I'm saying, they I think did? that. I, yeah. I think the Suns wow. are very, I think the Suns are a very good basketball team. Obviously, the Warriors got it completely embarrassed playing them earlier in the year without what the Suns had. Uh, did not have Devin Booker in the lineup, and they lost to a Devin Bookerless Phoenix Suns team. But I think, once again, it's another winnable game. I think the, all three of these games are winnable for the Warriors with how well they have been playing these past three games on their three-game winning streak. And I'm going to be bold, and I think it's three Ws, and the Warriors will yeah. be 22-15, and 14, 22 I believe it is, at the All-Star break. Good momentum heading to the All Star break. So and then the second I mean, half starts off with a bang. And yeah, we'll re- we got we'll, like <laughs> we'll preview those games and probably the next episode. But um, yeah, they got a tough stretch, tough first uh, set of games to start off the second half of the year. And I think it's good momentum going in. Yeah, on a six game winning streak into the All Star yeah. break. Yeah. Yeah. All they have to do is just kind of execute right. I mean, you know, less turnovers if, you know, everyone does their part. I mean, they can win. They can win these three games. But um, obviously, sometimes the Warriors can be inconsistent with their execution. So it depends what Warriors what <laughs> Warriors we get on those nights. But um, I think we can get at least two wins. I feel like we can get two wins, at least two. So get that good momentum before All-Star break. And we'll see where we're going to be after the break. 100. Damn. To the outro. All right. That will conclude episode number 22 of the Catching Dubs podcast. Make sure you follow us on our socials on Twitter at DubsPod, on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod. And on my Twitter, um, at ZZZACHH1. Some nice little clout for myself. But um, the Warriors will be playing the Los Angeles Lakers on Sunday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on ESPN. So make sure you catch that as this episode will be being posted on Sunday. 
and stay tuned for more episodes to come. And we will see you all later. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.